Hi, I'm Janine Strawn, the Sustainable Design Expert and founder of Green Design Solutions and a teacher of Sustainable Home Design. My passion for sustainably designed housing started in 2005, where I headed up GreenSmart, a national sustainable housing program within the Housing Industry Association. I then designed my own solar passive home and launched Green Design Solutions in 2013, where I've continued designing solar passive homes ever since. I'm here to talk to you about the environmental and financial benefits of solar passive homes, all whilst achieving a comfortable home. In this podcast series, I will be discussing topics that will help you to understand why a solar passive home is a great option for your next home. I will introduce you to a range of topics like how to choose the right property, benefits of solar passive homes, designing for your climate, windows and shading, and so much more. For more details on the topics I cover, check out my Sustainable Design Expert webinar series on my website at www.greendesignsolutions.com.au. All of my advice is based on my personal and professional experience and I recommend you do your own due diligence. In this podcast, I'm going to be talking about window selection. It's often said that the windows are the weakest link in the building fabric of the home. And whilst this can be the case, when we introduce appropriate design features and select well-performing windows together, they will help to improve the thermal performance of the home. Windows are such a vital element in building design where they provide the occupants with access to natural light, breezes and sunshine and we are required to have windows in habitable rooms as part of housing regulations. So with that being said, let's have a look at what are some of the guiding principles for achieving good window placement and sizing. For a climate zone that benefits from passive heating, as a general guide, it's desirable to have between 10 and 15% of the equivalent floor area on the north orientated walls. 5 to 7% on the south and no more than 5% on the east and the west orientations. And this is to allow winter solar heat gain to enter the home on the northern windows for passive heating, which, as I've mentioned in a previous podcast, should be the habitable rooms of the home. As the sun rarely hits the south-facing windows, this orientation does not need to have as much windows window area to gain heat. Rather, large south-facing windows can lose a lot of heat in the colder months. With the east and west windows, as the sun is rising or setting on the horizon, the angle of the sun can easily enter on the vertical plane of the glass and this can allow a significant amount of solar heat gain to enter the home and when this occurs in the summer it will make the home hot and uncomfortable. So how can we control heat gain and loss by the design and window selection? Firstly we would look at external shading of the windows which we discussed in Designing for Climate podcast. For north windows we are looking for horizontal shading devices such as appropriately proportioned eaves, pergolas, awnings. For east and west windows we are looking for vertical shading devices such as awning blinds or screens. Alternatively, vegetation can be used for shading but please remember that vegetation takes 
a while to establish. And don't forget the, about the role of well-fitted curtains and blinds that can help to keep the heat in the home during the winter and this is particularly important with the onset of nighttime temperatures. Remember, heat is lost to cold. So if it's colder outside than inside, then the heat can transfer through the window. And sometimes this is heat that you're paying for with a heating appliance, so your money is literally going out the window. So what actually makes up the window? Well, there are several elements, and these include the frame, material and that might be UPVC, aluminium or timber. They're the main materials. And how many panes of glass? Is it single, double or triple? Then there is the spacing between the glass panes and the distance of that. The material used to space the internal and external frame and whether the space has argon gas. It is the combined result of these elements that are typically provided by the window supplier for the window's energy performance. For a heating climate, it is important to look for a window with a low U-value, say below 2.5. As the lower the U-value, the, the less heat will be lost or gained through the window being the ambient air temperature. And the solar heat gain coefficient provides a measure of the direct solar rays that can enter through the glass. More heat will enter through the east and the west windows due to the lower angle of the sun. But the north windows will also receive solar heat gain, even though the sun is higher in the sky. So to manage the unwanted heat entry, it is desirable to have windows with a lower SHGC on the east and the west of below 0.45 and the north window to be greater than 0.5 as long as the north windows have appropriate shading as the higher solar heat gain coefficient on the north will still allow the winter sun to enter the home for passive heating. Now what about a hot humid climate where you spend money on cooling the home? Whilst shading of windows is the key in a hot humid climate to enable the home to remain comfortable that might not always be the case. So choosing windows with a low SHGC below 0.45 on all orientations will help to reduce heat entry from the solar rays and low U-value windows can minimise ambient heat transfer from outside to inside. There are additional treatments you can use on your windows such as tinting but this is a particularly unique response to what you may require. For example tinted or reflective glass may provide additional privacy on a busy street. One last point to finish off on is that multiple smaller windows rather than singular larger windows of the same total glazed area will likely result in a greater cost due to the extra materials required in the frame construction. So, something to bear in mind when choosing windows. I offer consultations with people trying to get ideas for the renovation project, along with designing new homes. So if you are starting to plan your house journey, then why not get in touch with me? If by listening to these podcasts you want to know more about my sustainable design and planning services, or see my project gallery, then check out www.greendesignsolutions.com .com.au and see how we could work together. If you're interested in sustainable design but on a smaller scale, then you might also like to check out my other podcast, Tips 
from a tiny house guru. Have a wonderful day.